Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Here we go again, Lauren. Hi. How's everybody Hi. doing tonight? I am doing all right. I'm ready for a couple of beers, and Same. that is lucky for me because that's what we're going to do. Yep, I like it. Um, and we're going to drink Urban Chestnut, which is from St. Louis. Um, and it's funny because you you proposed this brewery. You had beers from them, mm-hmm. and I immediately recognized them um, because my brother used to go down to St. Louis every now and then and always brought back urban chestnut and i'm i'm not totally sure why that brewery specifically but he always maybe it was close to where his friend lived or something like that i don't know maybe i don't think i've had much from them to be honest with you so when i saw it i was like oh well something new to me so why not i know i've had like um i want to say it was probably like a kolsch or a meritzen it was like a german you know oktoberfest era time season yeah they're they're uh, but i can't remember what their kind of motto is new world meets old world brewing so like they do have a you know series of beers that are like classic european bavarian type oh sure so definitely definite possibility that you picked up something like that but right. we're not going to drink any of that right now we're <laughs> going to start with a grapefruit radler called big shark uh okay i don't know that we've ever sampled a radler on the podcast i don't know if we have so you this know, is new first guys. time for everything and there's a shark in a red suit riding an old bicycle Huh. <laughs> it's kind of entertaining. He looks very colonial, maybe. Definitely. He definitely looks very colonial. Okay. Yeah, it's like a fleur de lis, like the. Oh, sure. On like the bottom. From, from uh, like New Orleans yeah, Creole. Yeah, pretty French. much. So I have no idea how that references anything, but we're going to do. Let's do, do it. This, so. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. It's Urban Chestnut. It's oh, pink. my goodness. It's pink. I don't know if I've had pink beer. I've had a pink wine. Pink beer. Like real pink. Like the like, head dude, is pink. real pink. The whole thing is pink. And it smells like grapefruit. Ooh. Like, well, I do like grapefruit. Very much smells like grapefruit. Oh, like, yeah. The like aroma real, is real like pure. Real like if you were juicing a grapefruit, that is what this smells like. Mmm. That's rather tasty. I actually really like it. I was very concerned because the... F- the smell of it was so strong, and I was like, "Is this gonna be like knock, like eyes watering, oh, yeah, yeah. like knock me out, like grapefruit?" Taking a bite of a grapefruit, or is it yeah. gonna have a little bit of balance? And it does. Mm. It does have balance. It does have a good grapefruit flavor, but it is definitely not nearly as overwhelming. No, it's not like kick you in the teeth grapefruit. It's got a. It's got the aroma very grapefruit. I mean, it's yeah. definitely smells grapefruit. Um, but. Yeah, no, the flavors, the taste is very good. It's well balanced. It's not yeah. overly one way or the other. Um, 
Sometimes Rattlers are a little too sweet, depending on what they, they're they made with, I okay. feel like, sometimes. This one's pretty pretty well balanced i think I, yeah it's i mean just, it's a good I, maybe grapefruit is the way to go with a rattler mm-hmm. yeah no i like it hmm. i might be able to get my husband to drink this one yeah he'll drink a rattler every so often that is very exciting yeah so this is definitely an option since i have a couple more in my I fridge so this love is, that this is a possibility i always like when i can find something that a beer that my husband will drink since yeah he generally does not yeah so this is something that we can sit by the pool and drink and it's actually exciting, a perfect yeah. pool like refreshing yeah. flavor to it so all right anyways as i continue to drink my my grapefruit um tell me about urban chestnut about urban chestnut so from st louis um like I had said, they're new world meets old world kind of brewing approach, but they make all kinds of things. They make, you know, American craft beers, classic European. They make small batches. They do they do all kinds of stuff. Um, but they also make great efforts to promote sustainability. Um, they've got water and waste management practices and recycling and composting. They have solar power. Like, you know, they reuse everything that they can. They're an LED, one of a handful of certified breweries in, in the U.S. So they comply with a variety of different, you know, eco-friendly, sustainable type, um, you know, requirements. So nice. that's cool. And they also um, do some fundraising for local charities and organizations and things like that recently they just released a st louis zoo beer beer b-i-e-r um which is now the official beer of the st louis zoo and they donate money for every case sold to animal care and conservation nice so that's pretty cool awesome they're super into animals they also have a partnership with purina dog food oh (laughs) and they do um they do a fundraiser annually, actually, that they release a new beer, and they call it Raise a Pint for Pets campaign, oh. which supports, like, local animal shelters and things like that. So there's other collaborations they do, but those are two of the things that they, they've they done recently, I guess, to um, help promote charities and whatnot in the area. Um, along with the sustainability thing, they also greatly encourage both employees and customers to ride their bikes to their facilities, and they actually have sure. indoor bike racks, so okay. you can bring your bike inside and uh, leave them there. So, I mean, cool. But anyway, so that's a little bit about them. Nice. Um, it's owned, or it was founded by Florian and David, were their names. Um, it was started in 2011. Okay. So it's been around for a bit now, more than a decade. Mm-hmm. David was a St. Louis, or is a St. Louis native, um, who worked in various capacities in the beverage industry for a while. Um, but the last place he was at was in sales and marketing for Anheuser-Busch. What a shock. Yeah, I know. Shocking. In St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you were like, he's <laughs> yeah. a St. Louis native in the beverage, beverage industry. industry. <laughs> I was like, I have yep. a feeling I know where this is going. At some point, he worked for AB. Yep. Um, Florian actually is from Germany. Oh. So he's from southern Germany. Um, he started uh, as a brewer's apprentice at 17 years old. Nice. Um, he attended the University of Munich at Weihenstaufer, or Vine Stefaner. I can't pronounce this. Here. <laughs> you I'm did great. You did great. I yeah. So anyways, he <laughs> he um which is one of the oldest brewing schools in the world. So the actual I mean, university. Yeah. Like yeah. So that's where he learned to brew, brew beer was in Germany, Bavaria, etc. Um so and then he came here and eventually 
worked at Anheuser-Busch, which is where they met. Also a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. So they wound up meeting on various projects there, working together, and decided that they wanted to go out on their own and open their own brewery. So 2011, that's how we got Urban Chestnut. So I really like that their logo is a little squirrel. I like that, too. Uh, that they have on all of their cans, which is entertaining. Um, but they have three locations. So they've got two locations in St. Louis. One is the Grove Beer Hall, and one is uh, the Midtown Beer Garden. But what's interesting, I thought, was that mm-hmm. they also have a third brewery in southern Germany, where Florian's home, near oh. where Florian's hometown was. Well, that's very interesting. So they both import and export beer from there. So that's nice. actually pretty convenient that they have a location there um, yeah. to share some of their beers. They brew beer there as well. Um, so they nice. can export some of that to here, import some of the stuff that they make here, there, uh, and share a variety of beer around the world and, you know, amongst awesome. their own locations. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was something unique about urban chestnut yeah so. i did not know that yeah. i knew about st louis i didn't know all this other stuff yeah so, so that's really cool. cool yeah so that's really all i got about urban chestnut i'm gonna go back to drinking my grapefruit yeah i'm i'm gonna sample more of this radler as well um and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about sportsmanship we are what that means and what being a good sport is about and being something I can also relate to, a bad sport. Uh, and that's how I'll begin. I'm going to start out by telling you guys about my feelings on growing up and my level of competitiveness and sportsmanship. And uh, I was competitive. Okay. I don't think that I was a bad sport necessarily, okay. but I was very competitive um, I got that. I want to say I got that from my mother's family. We used to play <laughs> card games together a lot, and oh, yeah. all of them were bad sports. You can't play Monopoly. It's not allowed. Oh, no. <laughs> and my husband, I don't even think to this day, would play sorry with me <laughs> if I asked, even if I promised to be nice. Because he I, doesn't believe you. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm going to tell you something that you should know. You're not sorry when you say sorry in sorry. It is the reality of the game. You're not actually sorry. When you say sorry to someone, you don't mean You're not actually sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. So I don't know if it's more his problem or my problem with that specific game. the game's problem. Yeah. (laughs) But there is a problem there. Got Um, it. Got it. I like to think that I've gotten better. Okay. Um, I don't worry really pretty much at all about like board games that we'll play okay, about winning or good. losing or I don't really uh, you know and even as a as a spectator when it comes to like watching my kids play mm-hmm. sports or do competitive activities yeah. I don't seem to feel you know mad when they lose and gloat when they win or anything sure, like that yeah, yeah. as a spectator as their parent I've been around parents that are bad sports yes, so yes. yeah no yeah. and i've seen that as well mm-hmm. i've seen ones who are the coach for the team be that There's, person i've yes, had yes. we have had, had coaches bad coaches that, that are, are bad sports yes. we definitely did when we were so, children yeah yes yes <laughs> softball yes 100 <laughs> but yeah i i do think that i have improved in that way um 
The only thing, I, well, I wouldn't say I'm a bad sport. I do really enjoy watching football, and I mm. am a Packers fan. Mm-hmm. I do notice that when the team loses, because we live in Bears country, uh, that there are, sometimes people kind of come out of the woodwork to gloat about the Packers losing a because the Bears semi-critical don't win, game. So, yeah, they and have I, to. <laughs> I have developed the attitude that that's just adorable because <laughs> they're just they have to enjoy something yes so they enjoy other people's pain and loss no. i mean you're and, not wrong <laughs> you're not you're not but i used to kind of take it a little hard when i would see you know the team i cheered for lose sure and to have a bunch of people that i know cheering who never said a lost. word yeah. about <laughs> football before that day gloat about the team i was cheering for losing okay and um so that used to give me a bit of a twinge now i will be sad if my team loses but i don't really let it really get to you have a you know a big hang up about it and i certainly don't go and and confront other (laughs) fans for other teams about it (laughs) not worth it definitely not worth the effort on that yeah uh we I have very little care for professional. Like, I enjoy watching professional sports, but um, I don't have any that I am that invested in that I really mm-hmm. feel one way or the other for. So, which works out fine. Um, I will say that I have had plenty of experiences lately with poor sports of parents yeah. being poor sports. Mm. More so, I've had, we'll go into later poor sports as in my children's experiences but there's been a variety of maybe not even my kids games but when i've attended friends kids various sports events or whatnot like there are some adults who are very poor sports or insisting on calls are wrong when they're clearly correct or just making up kind of ridiculous things my son and my husband actually went to a college level college i think it was college maybe high school anyways some sort of um upper level above youth sports lacrosse game not too long ago and there was an adult that got into an argument with my nine-year-olds about a play that my nine-year-old according to my husband, was clearly correct in how it went down on the field. And this adult was literally yelling at him. That's crazy. And my husband was like, this is ridiculous. Like, you are a grown woman yelling at a nine-year-old boy about, like, a college lacrosse game. Yeah, that's not. come on now. I don't know. That's not going to. People are crazy. I don't get it. But... Yeah, you you can you can all get along. It's okay. It's just sports. Like it's not. Yeah. Well, especially I think this is a great angle to take. Where as the parents of the athletes, that you do have a different perspective, and I do think that that means that you should act like an adult, right? And especially be, set at, a good example, yes, especially at youth sporting events. So like, yes, we had a lacrosse tournament last. Last weekend, like two days ago, um, and not tournament, the playoffs, and we played a few games, and I will say there's been some games that the parents have literally complained. We got parents complained to the league about our team for like playing music or for like nothing valid, like okay. nothing. But then their team mess with the clock. Like the time, the clocks were wrong. They, there were a bunch of things that they just did wrong and they complained about 
us like and they lost anyways but they were being incredibly poor sports but then we played another team the last game we played and the other team's some of their parents wound up sitting next to us because there was nowhere to go they were incredibly pleasant like everybody cheered for everybody like it was like great great save goalie like good job one of their teammates had one of their team members scored a goal and it was his first goal that he had ever scored and they were like cheering so loudly they're like we're sorry like this is the first goal he's ever scored blah blah and we're like that's awesome like yeah and everybody got along it was incredibly pleasant like we said goodbye to each other as we walked out of the parking lot it was a much better experience than arguing as parents yeah, of right? spectators the watching lines, like... the games. Like, there's no need for that. But the no. second game, the last game, we were like, everybody was great. Like, it was that is really it, good. It was incredibly pleasant. We've had some of that, more of that, and less like competitive parents mm-hmm. in uh, my son's soccer mm-hmm. league this year. Yeah, we actually had a very similar experience where we sat next to parents of like the goalie yeah. for the other team. Sure, sure. And he was struggling. Aww. My yeah. son's team has some superstars mm. on it. I'm afraid. I don't know how they split up the teams this year, but yeah. uh, it's a little off balance. Uh, okay. And we're just happened to be the beneficiaries of that, <laughs> that. <laughs> which isn't usually the case. Yeah. My youngest has been on teams that have lost every game Aww. an entire season. Okay. So I think he kind of deserves this to one. have the, the winning one honest, this time. Yeah, he kind of needed a win. <laughs> yeah, I get and it. And he got it. Awesome. Um, he's got some great teammates, which challenges him. Which is great. When you play with better awesome. kids, you actually become yes. better. So, yeah. And he is getting better, and they're winning, and they're having fun. Yeah. And even though they're like winning somewhat decisively mm. nobody's getting destroyed out there. Even this kid sure. who was goalie had some nice saves. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to chat with his parents, and everyone was very nice, That's... you know, including the parents on my son's team who could have, I guess, been gloating about sure. winning, you yeah. know. Yeah. That everybody seems pretty good, yeah. which has been nice. That's that's really nice. We've definitely been on both ends of the spectrum with, with that. And we're loud. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of us are, are very loud in general. But this other mom that sat next to us, she literally sat down and she's like, I apologize now. I'm the loud mom. And I was like, that's okay. Like, you're cheering for your kids. Yeah. Like, we get it. It's totally fine. We're not expecting you to sit on the sidelines and be silent. But yeah. that's such a more enjoyable situation than some of the other times that we've had people who are poor sports, whether that be the adults or the kids. And it's just you walk away with a bad taste well, in your mouth. Well, and I think it's almost – I would say my worst experience would be that I've witnessed parents who are being very critical and negative about – of their, their child. own children we've definitely and seen that too. that and i know that's not not exactly being a bad sport but i i really bothers me yeah. because i feel like this kid gets to ride home with this person and they get to continue Ooh, their rant yeah. with whatever criticisms they have you know that gets to just carry on whereas i get to get away from this guy in 20 more right. minutes you feel like, bad for their kid yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they have to be subjected to that over a recreational soccer yeah, game. Right. <laughs> it is kind of crazy to me the amount mm-hmm. of just extremism that happens in youth sports these days. Like we had last season, not our team, but we had parents kicked out of games yeah. for being unsportsmanlike. We had a coach kicked out of a game for unsportsmanlike conduct. Jeez. I think there was a kid that also got kicked out. 
one of actually the coaches for our organization above my son is no longer allowed in the organization <laughs> because of such unsportsmanlike conduct. That's like crazy. And they're all under high school age. Like none of these kids are above eighth grade. That's like, crazy. So it's nuts to me. Like it's just crazy to me. Now I will say one of the worst experiences of late that we've had with poor sportsmanship is kids on my son's own team oh. to each other oh not even to other teams mm. so there are a couple of kids that are probably bullies but the apple doesn't fall far from the tree okay. type situation that have literally been unsportsmanlike to their own teammates telling them yeah. that they suck that they need to get better that they're the reason they're losing like right just in general and there's there's one that said that about my son, actually. And then there was two that just say bad things about each other back and forth. And it mm. just creates an incredibly negative situation because then even at practices, they're like, they can't be put together. They're like, yeah. they're separate. And honestly, they would work, they would play on a line together if they could get along and be very good at like playing together. Yeah. But instead, on the sidelines... They literally, I don't, I don't know where it started. I don't know why. That's terrible. Neither of them are either the best kid or the worst kid. They're both pretty good, but neither of them is amazing. Right. So I, I don't know why or where it started. But recently, I'm thankful that that season is over. Um, we've had that, and it's really disheartening because yeah. it's like you'd think at least if you've got, if you play a team that's poor sports, fine, you walk away, you don't have to play them again until, you know, maybe right. but when they're on later. your team. When they're on your actually actual team and you're practicing with them three days a week and then playing games with them, you that's can't rough. escape that. Yeah. So that's something that has been frustrating for me this year and for my husband because he's one of the coaches um, mm. that's, and one of them is one of the coach's kids. So, oh, geez. which makes it doubly worse. Um, yeah. But it's been interesting. And I think that, I think that at their age, because they're nine and 10 mostly, like they don't see the big picture in that being a poor sport is just making it worse. Like right. there's no benefit, there's, there's never a benefit to being a poor sport. No. It's not helping you. It's not helping the people around you. It's definitely not helping your team. No, I was going to say, like, it's not like you ben your teammates benefit no, from it. It's no not like you does. get enjoyment out of it or yeah. anybody does. And that's the interesting thing about, like sometimes you've got a vice and it, there's a, a positive to you or something, but being well, yeah. a poor sport, like, yeah, it's just you have a negative attitude and it just brings everybody around you down. Like, I right. don't, yeah, I really truly don't see any positives coming from those no. scenarios. No, so and it's fine Some... if you're critical of like another player in a way that can help them improve. That's not being a poor sport, right? But just saying you suck, like, I know you're why right? we're losing is that's not like that's not helping anyone do better at anything no so i don't know it's been interesting yeah that is interesting i will say i have i have a bad sport my mm. oldest is a bit of a bad sport oh, really? um he's not an athlete not a big athlete um mm. he does do karate yeah. we have had a little bit of that come up mm. with karate because he has started doing tournaments ah uh, okay um his very first tournament which was definitely supposed to be a learning experience for him. Uh -huh. He was very upset that he did uh -huh. not win the entire thing, oh, which apparently I think is what he thought thought was going to happen. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. Um, and really, like, you couldn't talk about it. You couldn't. My my parents, like, asked him how it went, and we were just like, no, no, nope, no, 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 don't nope. bring that up. Awesome. He's just yeah. going to get mad, and he was, he did, because, oh, wow. of course, they didn't know right. well, they yeah. weren't supposed to bring it up. Which I would think that makes sense. Grandparents yeah. want to ask them about their activities. So. Yeah. Um, I it happens with board games as well. Mm. It's it's kind of a little bit of a competitiveness that just follows him everywhere with okay. some stuff. Um, I wish he felt that way about school. <laughs> it's in the thing. Why that is it don't not matter? from an academic standpoint <laughs> that he's really competitive? I don't know. He does not need to be the best student in the class, <laughs> but he would like to be the fastest. Um, so I don't fully understand why that's not a carryover. Because when I talk about myself being competitive. Mm-hmm. I, ne- I wouldn't say that I wanted to be the best in the class, but I did want to get A's. I did Same. want to get A's. I wanted to be the best my- of myself. Yeah. And I knew I could get an A, so I was going to do what I needed to do to get an yeah. A in all of my classes. And yeah. so um, while I wasn't necessarily trying to get better grades than like you or anybody sure. else that was our classmate, yeah. I was. I did feel competitive mm-hmm. about that. Okay. Um, when we play board games with my oldest, he will get very upset if we play a competitive game mm. and somebody else wins or if he's just not doing well over some period uh-huh. in the game. Okay. Um, and I usually like to respond by teasing him <laughs> because, you know, it's my job as his mother to, go. well, as a parent in general, I believe, <laughs> to kind of make it a little bit worse. Fair, fair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I do a little bit of that, um, which never helps. No, never. never. No, no that's not true. even yeah. one time. <laughs> um, but I will say that it kind of brings up the subject of me having a hard time helping him overcome this issue. Okay. Because that's fair, yeah. I think in my head, I'm making light of a situation that's not important. Losing a board game, it's fine. It's really not a big deal. And I'm making light of it. And he doesn't see it that way. He's just upset. And so like, I think that honestly, the only way that you kind of move beyond this sort of behavior and attitude is to just have some loss to lose a couple times. And to kind of get used to that. Yeah, he did... Uh, has like tried out for things over the years and you know I talked about the school play a few years yeah. ago but um where he hasn't necessarily gotten what he wanted out of things or hasn't made a team or something like that that has happened once actually since middle school mm-hmm. um and it was a kind of a long shot anyway cuz I think they only had an eighth grade team mm. um that my son who was gotcha. a sixth grader was trying out for oh well um yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. the act of not making it and was an experience that I was very curious to see how, how he was he going handle. to handle. Yeah. I was worried, sure. yeah. <laughs> but I was very curious to see how it was going to play out. And um, he did pretty well. That's good. So I do think that over time he has begun to make that adjustment. Yeah. Um, which is amazing because I certainly wasn't doing that at 11. Yeah, that's fair. Tw- almost 12. But, um, you know, I was already dating my husband when I was still Actually a Actually getting sport. to that point. Yeah. yeah, so I was a little bit older than yeah. he is now. <laughs> I do think you're right, though. Like, um, 
you know, if if your children or if anyone is really good at something and they don't fail often, mm-hmm. failing is really hard. Yeah. So, like, you have to learn failure at some point. And yeah. that really helps you, anyone, get used to seeing both sides of the winning and the losing and that it's okay to yes. lose. Like, yes. when my son's lacrosse team started out the season, they were undefeated. For yeah. a while. They actually lost only one game all season oh, outside wow. of the playoffs. Okay. So, but they played a couple tournaments that were not part of their season and they lost a couple games. And I okay. think that, and then they played like some scrimmage games that didn't count. And right. like my husband actually suggested it at one point because they had won every single game that they were playing against. And so he put them up against a team that was better than them. Yeah. And they lost by a lot. But yeah. they walked into it thinking, oh, we got this. Right. But they didn't got this. Like, nope. But it's a good wake-up call to be like, hey, there's a lot of people that are better than you at this. Yeah. Like, and, and that's okay. And you can continue working to get better. Right. But it's okay <clears throat> to lose. Yeah. And you're going to lose. You're not going to win every game. You're not no. going to win every board game. You're not going to be the nope. best at whatever you do in school. Like, you're likely there is going to be somebody better than you most of the time. Yeah. Once in a while you might be the best at stuff, but that's not going to be forever and well, that's never going to last. If I was granted one of my wishes, that's true. <laughs> then I would immediately be good at everything, everything I learned yes. how to do and then I think that I might be the best at something. Okay. Maybe. That that is fair, but in the real <laughs> but until world until the wishes come true, here we are. It's not the way yeah. it works. I will say that my daughter doesn't have a poor sport bone in her body like she could lose every board game that she ever plays she, could she just get wants like to have a, fun <laughs> yeah she she got yeah. like a narrator role for the musical she was in and she was like all right cool like didn't care yeah. like doesn't she just goes with the punches my, and really doesn't make a difference to my her. nine-year-old is like that he i won't say that he um totally rolls with it all the time but he definitely does not he definitely does not gloat Mm -hmm. about success or get down about loss um and he definitely isn't the kid like kicking the grass or screaming at other kids kids or yelling at breaking stuff and throwing things and like calm certainly not Uh, he is not like that at all he doesn't trash talk or complain about losing on the the season where his team lost every game yeah I think he brought it up once. He was like, man, we don't really win, do we? Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, buddy. Yeah, no, sorry. But you're good. And yeah. he goes, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And that was, yeah. yeah. And then we got in the car and had yeah. candy on the ride home. And yeah. that was the end of no, the conversation about losing every single game. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, I mean, you don't want to lose every game, but you also don't want to make it get you down too yeah. much. My son, when they lose things or when he loses things, it depends. Like, he definitely gets bummed when they lose games, partially because he's the goalie and he feels like it's on him. Yeah, so, sure. Like, but, like, by the time we're home, he's over it. Like, yeah. it, it, it's pretty quick to what he just moves on. Board games, I feel like he's a little bit more competitive, but still not, like... Yeah. Overly. And like video games, he could care less if he loses. He's like, I got 16th place. I'm like, good job. Like, is that bad or yeah, good? Is, or are you out of 100? A positive or a negative? I don't really know, but I'm just like. if it's out of 100. Yeah, that's a safe bet. That's fair. <laughs> well, I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, but that thing, like he is, some of his friends are incredibly competitive about video games. Yeah. And he doesn't really care. 
Like, he'll play them if everybody else is playing them, but it's not his first choice. Like, he had a sleepover with some of his friends for his birthday, and they all wanted to play video games, and he was like, can we go outside? Can we, like, do something else? Like, he literally afterwards was like, I don't like that all my friends want to do is play video games. Like, Mm. I don't really care. And they're all super competitive about it, and he's not. So I think that when you are around people that are really competitive about anything, and you're just kind of the one that goes with the flow. It's a little bit of an, you know, it doesn't mesh as well. Yeah. Well, and I will say my youngest, while he is not a bad sport exactly, he does not respond super well to people being a bad sport. Mm. Like we've had, he play video because he likes yeah. playing video games sure. a lot, yeah. but he doesn't seem to really take them all that seriously. And there have been occasions where like he goes to the kid's house around the corner and they'll yeah. play video games together for a while. And at some point he'll come home and I'll be like, Hey dude, you're home a little earlier than I told you you needed to be yeah. home. What's up with that? There's usually a reason. reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like, Oh, he was being really mean to me. Oh, and we get yeah. to the bottom of it and it's sort of a bad sports situation sure. that something bad happened in the game that they were playing together mm-hmm. and this kid maybe blamed Abraham for sure. it. You shot me in the back. Whatever. Yeah, Some you miscellaneous. You didn't, yeah, why yeah. didn't you heal me? Or why weren't you there to help yep, me? Yep, or why yep. don't you know and and as a result he got upset and he would leave and so um he will has done that although i have heard his older brother directly yell in his face (laughs) about video games and him just be like i'm not going to play this game with you anymore (laughs) and it is like the most adult reaction that's the best response ever like and i'm very pleased at his ability to handle the situation that way in times that's really good the only time i've ever seen him be a bit of a bad sport is he got into the challenge program and he maybe bragged about it at school a little Mm. bit and i'm not 100 percent sure that happened he just made some comments to me at one point that some of the kids weren't being very nice to him lately mm. and it could have been kind a result of, like, of something it came yeah. in the same conversation as talking gotcha. about the challenge program and i feel like it's possible that there was a little of that going on but i don't i also don't know that it wasn't just a moment where he was like oh well yeah. i'm moving schools I at, at the end I of the year for the challenge year. program yep. and the other kid wasn't like mean about it you sure. know i don't i don't it's yeah, why i can't not there, say i wasn't so there confirm. so it could be anything i mean he could have been gloating yeah. or they just could have been being mean yeah. to him it's all possible yeah. no that's totally totally fair i yeah my kids don't generally brag a ton i don't really think they brag about much my son actually got into the their essentially their challenge program and um his godfather took him out for his birthday instead of like buying him something they like went out for an activity nice and we were talking afterwards me and his godfather and i was like oh yeah he's you know my son's going to a different school next year and his godfather was like he was very diplomatic about it he didn't actually say it was like a gifted program he just said oh yeah i'm got going to this other school for this different program next year and that was like it that's so like, funny he didn't actually that say very like diplomatic that's very what it was for or why yeah. or any details or any of that stuff it was just like i'm going to a different school next year like just very matter of program fact that i'm in that's it like that's, so that's great that's yeah good. which is which is fine and good and uh totally fine but it's just yeah i don't i don't 
really hear them brag about much, which I'd be fine if they're excelling at something to be proud of it. Well, and I think that was if my son was doing sure. that, I think that it really was probably centered around him being excited or proud. Oh, I totally get that, especially and, at that age. Like when we talked about it, when I was like, well, you know, if you talk too much about going to the school, I think other kids are going to get jealous or mad at yeah. you. And he looked at me like he was confused initially. Mm. He was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, yeah. I'm just really excited." And I explained, "Yes, sure, I understand. Sure. Yeah. But you are doing something that they're not able to do. Yeah, and they might feel left out or yeah. jealous. You can or see how they else. would feel jealous about yeah, that. Yeah, totally get that. But yeah. sometimes that's hard con- context to understand. It at, is at nine. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I will say in my closing statement that <laughs> I sometimes am a bad sport." Not about winning or losing, but about not wanting to do things. Ah. Like, I do not enjoy a lot of games. Okay. Like, I don't like games of chance. Oh, okay. I just don't. Like Yahtzee? Yeah. For example? Yes. Okay. Left, right, center? Hate that game so much. Mm -hmm. Like, things that just have no... Like, I love Trivial Pursuit, and I love games that you have to think, or have categories, or like... Those kind of things. But I don't like games that are just pure chance okay and i'm a poor sport because i just won't play them (laughs) like at christmas they'll be like we're gonna all play left right center and i'm like have fun i'm not playing like i just don't enjoy it yeah like so i'm not subjecting myself my kids like this game is called one night ultimate werewolf and everybody has a role okay and the problem is is that there's some degree of chance because Mm. in the process of playing the game you first find out what your role is, okay. and then at some point your role may change without your knowledge. Oh. But you have to like operate with the understanding that you're still the same role. Sure. You know, without the werewolf or a hunter or, sure. or some other character in the game. Okay. You have to kind of assume that you're the same thing, but there is a chance that you are not. Hmm. And I find that frustrating <laughs> because no matter how much you and I might talk about whether or not you're the werewolf, uh-huh. you might be and you might not, not know, know you are. Uh. And so I get a little... I I do not enjoy that game very much because it's not just strategy where I'm trying to throw you off my trail. It's strategy and And chance. there's luck. Yeah. 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 And I... I don't know. Maybe I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no. I just don't get it. Yeah, like, games games of chance are just not my jam. And my husband knows this. And generally yeah. speaking, most people do. But my my mother gets frustrated because I refuse to play certain games. And I I am better about it now with the children. Like, sure. if they really want to play something, I will generally sit and play with them. But overall... I am not a fan. Yeah. So I am. I'm a party pooper at times when I play <laughs> It's okay. With them. You are upfront about it. I think that's okay. You're pretty. Yes. You know. And it's like one thing. You won't do this one yeah, thing. It's not the end and of I the world. I don't think that's that bad. I don't think so. But let's I, drink this porter. Winter black lager. It says that it's black as a cool winter's night. Bring so, it on. Let's give it a try. From Radler to Porter, it's a pretty big jump. I agree. All right. Is it as black? No, it's not black. 
I was going to say, that is the lightest black beer I have ever seen the in my life. The appearance is not accurate. It so. is like a caramel color. Yes. If is... I were to describe it to people, <laughs> I would say it's it's caramel black color. is a cool winter's night. It's definitely not and black. And it's also not black as a cool winter's night. I no. don't, I've seen a cool winter's night, no. and it's pretty It's, it's like pretty a dark black. caramel. Yeah. Okay, let's give it a try. It smells roasty. It does smell roasty. A little sweet. Malty. Malty. Not overly sweet, though. No. This, I like it. Um, this is very, in my opinion, like, stereotypical German lager. Yes. When you, when you like, think of a German lager, this is Similar kind of what flavor. Very malty flags your me. brain. Roasted, yeah. malty, a little bit of sweet. Though it looks caramel, it's almost like a dark chocolate tart sweet, more yeah. so than a. More, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but let's look. But that's what I get from it. Yeah, is that kind of. Yeah, not bitter, but almost like right on that line well, with that maybe malty that's and what roasty. makes it more of this a porter, mm-hmm. you know, flavor. Yeah, German style porter. Is yeah, what it is, because when I read I that on the can, it. I was like, German style porter. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever had a German or how style in porter. my head that would actually translate into yeah. what does now, this taste like? Now I can now tell that you, I taste it. I can it. be like, oh, okay, it's this. <laughs> it's actually a little light for a porter, but it's malty, roasty, little dark chocolate, little bit of sweet, like. Still, mm-hmm. just it's not it's not black, but but otherwise I feel good about it. Other than the fact that I was misled by the can and the color, it's of got the a beer. good flavor to it. It's a very good <laughs> really like German yes. style beer. Yeah, like that's yeah, it's a solid solid taste. I actually like both of these. They're vastly different. Yeah, but they're they both have really good balanced flavors to them, in my opinion. Yeah, so I think definitely. they're, they're pr- both pretty tasty. Yeah. I like them. Good job, All Urban right. Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Urban Chestnut. Thank you, Lauren, for bringing them to us. Yeah. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.